get ready for an epic experience that you won't forget. The Be Your Best Self Conference, August 22nd at the Grand Event Center in Grandview Heights. You'll rub elbows with some seriously cool folks in the business world and soak up all sorts of wisdom about being a bold leader, rolling with the punches, and smashing through any obstacles that may come your way. It's not just about setting through speeches. It's about making connections and diving deep into learning that'll stick with you for ages. We've got a killer lineup of speakers just for you. First up, we've got Brian John, the brains behind Echo and Athena, who's going to drop some knowledge bombs about leading with love. Next, we'll hear from Shara Hutchison, the powerhouse CEO of Exposure, who's going to spill the beans on how to navigate change like a pro, whether it's in your personal life or at work. And then brace yourself for Stephen Carr, the mastermind behind Belief Force, who's going to show us how to kick those self-limiting beliefs to the curb and step into our full potential. But wait, there's more. We've got a lively panel discussion lined up where we'll tackle the ins and outs of working with different generations in the workplace, led by the amazing Dahlia Calgreen from United Residential Management. And to keep the momentum going all day long, we've got the one and only LaShondra Baker from LBB Edutainment as our hype woman. Oh, and don't even think about sneaking out early because we've got some seriously awesome prizes up for grabs at the end of the day. Trust me, you don't want to miss out. So mark your calendars, spread the word, and get ready for a day packed with inspiration and connections. Chamberpartnership.org backslash BYBS 2024. Hello, Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. David Polakowski, President and CEO. We have Katie Ellis, our Operations Manager. Good morning. And we are excited to have City Scene Magazine and Tri-Village Magazine, who is part of the City Scene, with us today. Laura Pappas, who is the dirt, your title, why did that just go out? Advertising there? Sales Manager. There we go. And Kathy Gill, who is the CEO and president of City Scene, welcome. Good morning. Thanks Good morning. for having us. I'm going to tell you, this is a fun one because Kathy's nervous. She didn't know how to prepare. <laughs> so if you listen to yep. us in the past, there is no preparation. So um, welcome, ladies. Thanks. All right. Thanks. City Scene. Yep. Let's go, Kathy. How did you get here? Oh, well, my story is a long and winding road, but not as tuneful or musical as the Beatles, perhaps. So the company started in 1999. And um, the be, even before that, the original company started back in the late 70s um, as an advertising PR agency. Um, and then through the years in like the 80s, the company um, became the producer of the OSU game day programs, OSU football and basketball game day programs. Had it for 17 years, lost the like proposal, the bid in 98, and the leadership of the company was like, oh my God, what are we going to do now? Hello, we, we need to have a company. So in 1999, um, our founder was Fred Zimmerman, and he started the company with a magazine called Dublin Life. So Dublin Life magazine was started with a partnership with the city of Dublin. Um, 
and at the same time started City Scene Magazine, which was started in partnerships with the arts organizations. So 1999, maybe a lifetime ago to some people, not me, but um, back in 1999, there was no um, Experience Columbus. It was the Greater Columbus Convention and Visitors Bureau, which mm-hmm. was just as exciting as its name. Right. And they didn't have a visitor's guide. So City Scene Magazine originally started in 99 to fill that need as the visitor's guide for Columbus and Central Ohio. Um, as Experience Columbus kind of morphed into existence right around the turn of the century, I guess, um, City Scene in 2001 went to home delivery, where it was like mailed as a regular uh, mailed subscription um, and in partnership still with the arts organizations. But to back up to Dublin Life, started in 99, um, two weeks later, Uh, The company got a phone call from then city manager Rich King, who was city manager for the city of Upper Arlington, and called and said, "Um, hey, I just saw this magazine, Dublin Life, and um, we're UA. Uh, Why don't we have one of these? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was August of 99, and the first issue of Upper Arlington Magazine mailed to all city residents in partnership with the city of Upper Arlington in November of 99. So that's kind of the long history. Um, Then from there, the company just continued to grow. So in... um, 2001, we added, like I said, we switched over City Scene Magazine from being in hotels as a visitor's guide to mailed home delivery. Uh, 2001, we started a Westerville Magazine. Um, 2009, we started Pickerington Magazine. 2011, we started Healthy New Albany Magazine. And most recently, in 2018, we started Discover Grove City Magazine. So I think that's all of them. There's seven. And in 2009, Upper Arlington Magazine changed names to incorporate Grandview and Marble Cliff, and it became Tri-Village Magazine. That's what I was just going to ask. How did we get to Tri-Village Magazine? It switched over. For the first 10 years, Mm -hmm. it was just Upper Arlington Magazine because that's who we had a partnership with. So it was kind of the same sort of thing that um, Pat mm, lost his last name. Pat, city of uh, Grandview Heights, um, was like, hey, can we get this magazine for... Grandview also. And we were like, oh, what a good idea. So we just, and also the Upper Arlington Chamber, there used to be an Upper Arlington Chamber and a separate Grandview Chamber. So they were morphing together for the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. So this whole thing just like really made a lot of sense. And we were saying just because you live north or south of Fifth Avenue doesn't mean that you don't care about what's going on on the other Mm -hmm. side. I mean, the communities have been really good buddies for a long time. So. Yeah, and you know, in 2015 when we merged, prior yep. to my no 2016, 2016 when we merged, prior uh-huh. to my coming, yeah, it's, you know things are really progressing. And Laura, how did you get here? Because you this is you have another uh, <laughs> career that you used to be in, correct? Yes. So my excuse me, my sales background was primarily radio and TV. So this was my first my go around with print. So you know, it's a little bit different than selling airtime, <laughs> which I did for years and years. And, um, you know, came upon City Scene through a friend of mine. And, um, yeah, just started in February of this year. 
And just now learned a lot about this company. <laughs> this, we're going to call this. We're going to call this. Um, so uh, technically, we're City Seed Media Group yeah. with the City Seed Magazine and the other five, <clears throat> six community magazines. I probably miss one of them there, but um, we're, we're going to save this and call this uh, CMG 101, and Why not? then yeah. everybody can say this is how. Yeah, yeah. because I actually met our founder at a party when I was like 21. And um, that's how, and I was looking for a job just right out of college. I went to work for him. And so that was our connection mm-hmm. in the 80s. And then I took a 16-year maternity leave, had four mm-hmm. kids, and came back to the reorganized company in 2001. So the thing is, is that, it, like Laura was saying, if you're doing sales, you know, your background has to be really strong in marketing mm-hmm. um, because obviously there's different ways to market. But if you know marketing, you know marketing. And you can, you know, figure out like what's the best way for you to present your company and to grow your company, whether it's on radio or TV or print or digital. Mm-hmm. And they're all different, but they're all at core kind of the same. Mm-hmm. But some of the different mediums lend themselves right. better to different kinds of marketing. So. Business to business sales. So, mm-hmm. you know, was anxious to get back into that and mm-hmm. working in the Dublin area and Tri Village and meeting nice people like you. Thank you. Help it along. <laughs> it's a fun so, area. Yeah. It's, it is a great chamber. So, yeah. Looking at like where the heavy imprint was in the past, how do you, in today's market, sell it how do you you know print today how is it i love it yep people say print is dead i love it when somebody says that to me and because i say yes absolutely it is and then of course their jaw drops and they're like oh she's so cynical um but yeah print is dead for news because if there's a fire on 315 i'm not going to wait and read about it tomorrow morning in the paper Mm -hmm. i'm going to that's something that i'm going to see Online, I'm going to be seeing that on my phone. I'm going to be seeing mm-hmm. that it's coming up in my news feed, on social media. It's like all of that stuff. But what we do is really, um, it's not news. I mean, we might have um, feature articles that are timely, but they're not news. They're entertainment. Mm-hmm. And so from our standpoint, our magazines are all niche publications, which are growing and doing really well because... Um, So, for example, if you live in Dublin and I mail you Westerville Magazine, you're not going to care. You're not going to read it. But if you live in Dublin and I mail you Dublin Life, you're going to read it because it's all about your community, your neighbors, what's going on, things like that. Same thing, obviously, for Mm Tri-Village that, uh, you know, and again, it's that, you know, are you north or south of Fifth Avenue? Who cares? Because it's Mm -hmm. people that you know, people that you see. I'm going to go into a song and dance with Mr. Rogers, but who are the people in your neighborhood? So, um, but, uh, so from a marketing standpoint and how do we sell it, um, we have amazing amazingly high readership. Um, You know, and even in city scene, we know what our readers are interested in, Um, that they're arts arts patrons, so arts and entertainment. If we all of a sudden start writing about hunting and fishing, our readership levels would probably Mm -hmm. drop. So print is known for um, branding, Print is known for couponing. We really don't do couponing no. Um, no. in the magazine just because it's a four-color, beautiful wow. magazine. People tend to not really rip coupons out mm-hmm. of there. But I would say 
what we've done really well and what we've always promoted is um, cross-platform marketing. Um, and whether it's for branding, whether it's for ROI, you can see, obviously, everything is for ROI. Mm-hmm. But um, I, so starting back in 1999, when we started the magazines up, they each had their own website. Every magazine started with a website. And in 1999, I mean, we're talking like dial-up, right? Mm-hmm. We were paying um, Interactive Inc. per word to put mag- like our um, the magazine articles per word. That's how we paid. It was all cloak and, you know, mirrors and... So anyway, but what that goes back to is our websites literally date back to when the magazine started. So 99 for Dublin Tri-Village and City Scene. We're dinosaurs. Google loves us. Because if you think about what we do, all we do is just keep putting new content up online. So each of the magazines had their own websites. We were young and dumb. So um, they were all dead ends. And so I think it was about 2005 that all of a sudden it was like, oh, my gosh, we're like dead-ending all of our company products. And we actually merged under City Scene Columbus as our umbrella site. And then each of, if you type in, it's kind of long, trivillagemagazine.com, it takes you to that homepage for Trivillage Magazine, um, but it's part of the larger city scene. So from a marketing standpoint, our websites really do very well. And again, we um, we do things a little differently. So we sell digital ads, um, but not by impressions. Everybody else does it. I don't know anybody else who does it this way. If you buy a digital ad with us, it goes on from, oh, do you want it from, you know, August 1st through September 1st? And you get as many impressions as you get, but it's a flat fee. So part of it is with our sales reps. They're used to selling print, which Mm -hmm. is like one price, one Mm -hmm. issue, and go. And so we kind of do digital the same way. But the best thing is when you marry the digital with the print. And then we also have a lot of social media. So, um, but anyway, campaigns, that's what we put together, the multi-platform. Does that... Yeah. I'm just talking a lot. No, you're fine. <laughs> this is this is what keeps us going okay. because okay. You know, we're not yeah. pulling at we're yeah. not pulling at strings to keep our conversation. Yeah. So, so it's great. Imagine that over twenty years, you know, how the face of the industry has changed and we keep morphing as well. You know, sometimes they're pulling me along, kicking and screaming, going, oh, my God, do we have to learn something new? This is so annoying. And, um, you know, we have a weekly e-newsletter. So now we have a mm-hmm. – um, Laura, do you love our – this is what I usually do when we have new people start the company. We have a sales sheet, and we call it our media buffet. And it's literally the list of everything that we do versus before it was like – we have a print magazine, and we kind of have this website, but we're not really sure how to use it. And so all the way through to the media buffet that's like the weekly newsletter. We do contests. We have videos. It's like, yeah, there it is. There it is. It's crazy. Yes. It's a lot to keep track of. But So the, the magazines come out every other month or issued every mm-hmm. other month, so they have a shelf life of about five to eight weeks, mm-hmm. up to eight weeks. And they usually, you know, when you... It's very targeted marketing. So, you know, with social media, you know, online, you get all the interruptions of, you know, on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, and you just kind of go through. But with print, you're a little more focused 
on the article, and it it just I think sinks in. So really well. and before we used to say that print is the medium that goes with you. So mm-hmm. if you're going to the pool, you can bring your favorite magazine. If you're, you know, it's like it's, it's it goes with you. But now, mm-hmm. obviously, we have these miniature little computers that are in our hands that go with us everywhere. Everywhere. Right? As, I'm yeah. looking, as I'm looking at your website yeah. and we're talking here, mm-hmm. yes. Well, and I mean, and that's the thing. Is so over 20 years, we do reader surveys, right? And we say, how long do you, you know, keep the magazine? How many people read it? All of that stuff. And there's always like, you know, one or two people that it's like, I have every copy since the first one in November. And I'm like, oh, really? Because we're missing the September (laughs) issue of 2003. Could we borrow that from, or leave that to us, would you, in our library? So um, there's, there's the, there are the folks like that who, but we love them. I mean, people love their communities. People move away and they'll like call or email and say, hey, I'm living in Florida Mm -hmm. or I've retired to Colorado, but can I still get a copy of, you know, of Tri-Village Magazine? Because I'll, and we're like, sure. I mean, you know, so there's like, people get very attached to it. Um, we get a lot of input. It's like, people usually are like, how do you figure out who you're going to write about or what, you know, you're going to write about? It's like, most of the time, it's people reaching out to us saying, oh my God, my neighbor just went on this trip and did blah, 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 blah. And it's so cool. And you should reach out to them. And it's like, okay, we will. <laughs> um you know, we still do a lot of stuff in partnership with the city of Upper Arlington and Grandview and even mm-hmm. Tiny Little Marble Cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, as far as like community, the the schools pitch us amazing stories um, and ideas. We do. And once a year in September, we hold a meeting. Um, usually at we, we go back and forth. I don't remember. Last year we were at the Grandview Library, so I think this September we'll be in the Ar- at the Arlington Tremont Library, and it's open to everybody in the community, and it's just a big story pitch session. Um, so we invite everybody to come to that. Um, we'll be putting stuff out um, on our in our newsletter and on the website about dates and times. But um, once a year we do that and get a lot of really good ideas from people there. So then. What's the best way if you want to attend this pitch session? Like, how? Yeah. What are you looking for? What's the best way someone can prepare to pitch? Perfect. So we do have this, you know, kind of pitch session once a year, and um, I guess to prepare for that, it's like if you're a little bit familiar with the magazine, that we're always looking for different categories of stories. So we're always looking for personalities to to feature personalities. We're always looking for events, especially if they're new events or grassroots events that, you know, um, sometimes we'll feature um, smaller events that neighborhoods are putting on versus like the larger events like the arts in UA. Um, Also, we're always looking for food stories. Um, We love doing, we've done, you know, um, where somebody wants to share a recipe. So if you um, live in, in the in the community and let's say your kid's on a soccer team and there's some, you know, JoJo down the street who has a kid on the team and they make the best energy bars that, you know, let put us in contact with that person because we want to share that recipe. Also, we do the um, living stories. So if there's somebody that's doing a remodeling or if you see building and remodeling going on and you want the inside scoop, Tell us about that because we'll send a reporter to go figure out what are they really doing over there at the corner? Are they building a roundabout or what are they doing? Um, so those are all 
uh, kind of the topics, if you will, um, to pitch at the pitch story. But if you can't come to that, because like I said, it's once a year, we want your input all year round. So the biggest, best thing is send an email, call Mm -hmm. in the front of the magazine. There is contact info for everybody. There's the main office line, call the office line and say, I have a story idea for Tri-Village Magazine. Whoever answers will put you in contact with the right editor. Um, You know, send an email. It lists out everybody's email addresses. It's also Mm -hmm. on our website, TriVillageMagazine.com. And anytime during the year, you can call, you can email, um, you can send us a letter. (laughs) (laughs) But the biggest thing is just to tell us that, hey, I've got a good idea for a story and check it out and at least like let us know so we can go and investigate and mm-hmm. um, and kind of do our homework and, and try and bring some more uh, good stories to everybody. Beautiful. Well, and our advertising clients too yes. that, that want to be profiled. Oh, all, you know, everybody wants, it's like, I don't want to buy an ad, just do a profile about my business. Everybody has like, a story. Yeah, you know, know, everybody your story's has wonderful a story. and great, mm-hmm. but buy yeah. an ad, it's a better way to do, to pitch yeah. your message. And it's got all your contact info, but anyway, yeah. In, yeah. in my four-page spread that they did last summer on me, I yeah. still, you know, I still have magazines from it. And, yeah. you know, it was a great, and thank you for the highlight and the coverage, because it, it really was a lot of fun. Again, yeah. Reading about yourself is like, whoa. Did, did I you really get extra think? copies for your family? Yes, they're still yeah. sitting I still have some you sitting still in have my some. office. So. Oh, that's there you good. Go. I mean, there you go. You're on the cover. I you know. Have a little stack. <laughs> did anybody come up and ask for your autograph? Yes, <laughs> they have. And I'm like, mm, not today. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, in closing, what are your favorite stories? You know, what are the stories that you, in sales and in print, that you have had that? really highlight what you've done over your career and oh in your gosh. short time that you've been with City Scene. Yeah. Yeah, I get uh, some advertisers, some businesses who have some really interesting backstories. I could, I mean, name a few. Um, one of the stories was, a, a, I don't know if it's a vegan, but a restaurant, Clean Eating, that just opened in Dublin and Clintonville, and I think he's expanded to New Albany. Clean eats. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, clean eating, and the concept came about because he's a former White Sox baseball player who, you know, got into this business, was injured um, in his career, and started this business and uh, in Columbus. And you know, Casey Schroeder. I'll name, mm-hmm. yeah. name his name. Oh, you're naming names. Yeah, naming names. And, and it's funny because that was one. You know, as we were talking, that's. One of the things I was going through the Tribe yeah. magazine uh-huh. yeah. online, uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. and that's what popped up. Yeah. Is that what popped up? Well, yeah, I think one it was at them. the top. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I that go one back really and forth because sometimes um, I'm like the HGTV person. It's like, oh, my God, I love all the love. So sometimes I would say some of the home renovations – um, are my favorites because I always look and then I'm like, oh yeah, I totally would not have picked that countertop. What were they thinking? But, um, you know, so I like looking at some of those and also some of the ideas for like the backyard and outdoor entertaining. But overall, I mean, I think it's the personalities that, um, and whether there's somebody who is, has a business background or just somebody, uh, we've done, 
um, you know, they do the Golden Apple Teacher Awards. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes it's been, uh, you know, I've got, I have, like I said earlier, I have four kids that all went through the schools. And it's like, oh, my gosh, it's one of their, you know, former teachers. And it's like, you know, you only know them as what you see when you're picking up, dropping off, like whatever, parent-teacher meetings, you know, okay, it's a teacher. Um, and then you read their backstory. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes they're just really, like, touching stories about, why they got into teaching or why they chose this or, you know, so it's really the backstories of the people. Um, There was one that was, um, sticks out. And I mean, this is probably from 10 years ago. And um, uh, it was Mr. Karam. And I have to call him Mr. Karam because he was like the age of my dad. But um, I actually, his kids, he has four kids who are like my age. And then his kids went to, his grandkids went to school with my kids, right? So anyway, but this this family has lived in Arlington, for, I mean, since the 60s. And they are Lebanese, American. But the reason I'm telling you that is because they, uh, Mr. Karam was friends and somehow met Danny Thomas back in like the 60s. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. formed this group, ALSAC, which stands for American Lebanese Society, uh, blah, blah, blah. I don't even know what. I'm telling you, these people that formed this group and Danny Thomas, who started St. Jude's mm-hmm. Children's mm-hmm. Hospital in right. Memphis. Okay, well, Mr. Karam, like, lived and raised his family here in Upper Arlington. I have to say that it's, like, out of maybe the last, like, since 2001, so 22 years, 21 years, bad at math, Um that might be the story that has stuck with me the most. And he said, and so anyway, and as a company, we are, we, we like to think that we're very philanthropic. Um, obviously, we could always do better, but um, we have supported Discover the Dream, which is an annual fundraising gala that directly goes back to St. Jude's. And it's a cool thing because, like, let's face it, we live in Columbus, Ohio. We have Nationwide Children's Hospital mm-hmm. here. But how cool is it that, you know, we get to live here, and if you had a kid with a problem, that's right there. Mm-hmm. But also, St. Jude's, like, how can you not support that? Right. So we've supported St. Jude's and Discover the Dream as a company since they started doing Discover the Dream, which is almost 15 years ago. They've raised, I think, almost $10 million wow. in that time. Yeah. That is going back directly for research, like no overhead. It's the most amazing group. And Mr. Kiram started that here in Columbus, Ohio, and now he passed away a couple of years ago, and his adult kids are taking it on, and we went to the event this year, and his grandkids are now like in their 20s and 30s, and they're still doing it. But anyway, to read the backstory and Mm -hmm. to know that that's like the neighbor next door and was... I Anyway. Mm -hmm. No, I get it. Some of the stories I just get really passionate about. It's Mm -hmm. like... We, we just did a story this summer about the woman who is, like, the core of the Dublin food pantry, um, and she was featured on the cover of Dublin Life magazine for this August issue, and we were at the Irish Festival last weekend. Mm-hmm. Hottest, nastiest, hottest weekend. <laughs> oh, my God. Every year it's the hottest weekend of the year. Um, but she was up there, and people, she was, like, just saying, oh, my gosh, what is going on here? My face is on the cover of this magazine. So David, it's like you. She's like, people are asking me to. Well, sign we were this. handing out the magazines yeah. yeah. too. Yeah, we're handing yeah. it out. So anyway, but she had a, an amazing story as well. So yeah. through the years, there's a couple that really kind of 
hit home. So anyway. I think with, you know, dealing with a lot of small businesses, everybody's got a backstory. Mm. Yeah. It's so interesting, yep. you know, to learn how they got into the business. Right. And, right. You mm-hmm. know, small businesses, it's hard. And how they're know, giving back to the community. Because that's yeah. the, mm-hmm. you know, if it's just a plain old business profile, we're not business first. We're not going to just do it about the business. Mm-hmm. We do the story about the person behind the business and then mm-hmm. what they're doing um, in the community and their ties. And it's, it's, a uh, it just really makes, um, makes the city feel like a small town. So where people, know, and it's amazing how everybody still knows each other and the 4th of July. It, it is, it's and, all scary how the interconnection yeah. and the web and, yep. you know, there's so many positive th- things in all three communities. And yeah. I thank you both for, highlighting and taking the Tri-Village magazine to what it is today because I still think and we have we have um, magazines here if anybody needs to get one at Cohatch. Yep. But I, I think it's just a great way to highlight who we are and what we do in our, our Tri-Village area. Yeah. So yeah. thank you ladies. Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Right. Talk soon Tri-Village. Did you know sponsoring a Tri-Village Chamber event not only builds brand awareness, but expands your network? Our Chamber unites hundreds of businesses and individuals through meaningful relationships, educational programming, exclusive resources, and awesome events. Sponsorship supports our efforts to build and strengthen the community. To find out which opportunities are best for you, contact me directly at katie, K-A-T-I-E, at chamberpartnership.org. Thanks for partnering with us. Thanks for listening to Business Inspires. Check out the podcast show notes for information about this podcast, to schedule a guest appearance, or to find out more about sponsoring this podcast.